Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love People and Make Money. This is Kelly McCauzy. You are listening to episode number 94. And I'm joined by my co-host for the next five episodes. Welcome, Jennifer Burke. Hi, Kelly. Glad to be joining in. Jennifer, you're from MightyMarketingMojo.com and you were are the 2022 community star in my stretch yourself challenge and your great privilege is that you get to come and co-host with me i get to talk to people and i get to be with kelly and we're gonna just both uh build community and love on people so it's exciting it is it is so the stretch yourself challenge you know i design it to be super interactive I have a point system that that rewards folks for implementing the challenges and engaging and interacting, being at the sessions, being active on the forum, getting together in triads, and you are all in on all of that. I love the Stretch Yourself Challenge. I have for years. I'm all in. And yes, as the leader of Team Mighty, the last two years, I do feel a little extra push to encourage and engage. And because I want everybody else to love the challenge as much as I do. So that was easy. Yeah. So the community stars was people were nominated. I asked participants in the challenge to tell me who do you see as exemplifying community engagement and support? And we had Lots of great names get submitted, but you got the most nominations. So congratulations, you're a star. Thank you. That was the part that blew my mind away. I'm like, when you told me I'd I'd gotten so many nominations, like, oh, that was awesome. That wasn't the the point, but that was that was an extra reward. So I'm excited about our conversations, um, and obviously excited about everything that the challenge helped me do and grow in my business. And oh yes, this is just one other way that we get to grow our businesses through reaching people through your podcast. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, You know, the community star could have been um, a yoga expert or a health coach. Like, yes, we have those. And I, that would have been interesting to to co-host with someone who doesn't talk about business on a regular basis, but Mighty Marketing Mojo. This this is your jam, uh, talking about marketing yourself and the tools we use and all of that. It'll be fun to bring that in. Absolutely, I I love hopes love helping folks who are other so entrepreneurs with wherever they stumble in the how to of their marketing. So I know we're going to have great conversations, including with our guest today. Yes. So speaking of our guest, uh, we want to welcome Angela Wills. Hi, Angela. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on your podcast again. Angela, do we say from AngelaWills.com or do you have a a brand name that you play with? Currently, AngelaWills.com. I'm thinking about a brand name I'm going to be playing with, but it's not ready. Oh, another one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so, So, Angela, I've known you forever. We have, we have met in person. I'm pretty, pretty sure we've snuggled on couches at the beach house. 
haven't seen you in person though in a long time. Haven't seen anybody in person in a really long time. Uh, but let's pretend like like we don't know you at all. Who are you? What do you do? What do you want to create more of in the world? Good question. And I've been getting it a, a lot lately because I've been doing a few interviews. But I think that you know what's who I am comes down to what's important to me. So I've been trying to figure out how to answer this question. But what's important to me is my family. That's like a huge center of my life. I have two kids. So I'm a mom of a 20 year old grown son who's out of the house living his own life now and an eight year old daughter. Um, Hayden is my son. Ella's my daughter. Um, I'm a wife. I like to work on the internet, which I've done for a very long time. And I love to teach people um, what I know. And, you know, I've learned what I know close to when I started to meet you online as well, Kelly, but you've been, you know, you've been a huge influence over things I have learned along the way. So thinking back to even like, what was that program where you built websites with? I forget. There was some software <laughs> program you taught about websites. Like I've just learned a lot along the way from various different people. And I teach that about how to build businesses online. And that's what I love to do. And I love to just share what I can oh and teach what I know. <laughs> Microsoft front page. Yes. Yes. That's what I was trying to do. I was like, name <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, Yes, gosh, I way back when. That. <laughs> yes, that was like such a huge that that course was really important to me. And so like just learning from you and seeing how you taught people taught me that, you know, if she can she can do something like that. I could do something like that. And that like it's still kind of the same principles I use today. Just like, you know, here's something I know how to do. I think it would be helpful to you. And then I teach it to people. And so like, that's part of who I am for sure. But really kind of working online, taking care of being part of my family, you know, having enjoying the interactions with my family now that my son has grown, my daughter's younger, you know, Kelly, you're kind of you've got you've got a little bit of similar situation there, like just trying to appreciate all that time. And, you know, trying to find time for extra little hobby things here and there too. <laughs> so that's kind of about me, I guess, <laughs> in a haphazard way. <laughs> you, just, you just sent me down the rabbit hole of memories thinking about that. <laughs> so server side includes that taught, taught that Microsoft front page course and taught people how to use server side includes because Back then we designed web pages, not mm -hmm. websites, but a, but with server-side includes, we could change things in one place and have right. our entire website. And it felt like a miracle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because before that I built pages, one websites, yep. one page at a time, like with hand coding. Yep. I did hand coding before I learned some software and you wanted to change a color on a page and you had 20 pages, you had to go to every page and change yes. the color. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't go back quite as far with Angela, but <laughs> it's, you were talking about all the different things you're doing. I've been in and out of Angela's circle for, for years as well and memberships. And that's been the interesting thing to see for you is I think I found you when you were first teaching website and WP Mojo and 
your evolution as well and and leaning into it but family's always been at the at the backbone of that but it's been interesting to see all of us have pivoted and learned and then figure out okay we learned this let me go teach other people to do this and what that this is has changed and i know it's changed for for you angela but it's it's interesting just to see the evolution between you and between kelly and and me yeah growing (laughs) change is the only constant in business and in technology right yep Mm -hmm. yep so um i want to talk for a minute about cross blog conversations because this podcast episode is a culmination of a cross blog conversation i've been having with angela i wanted to do something uh, I'm a content creator, and and yet when life is going really bonkers, which does more often than not these days, it can be difficult for me to sit down and create some content. But I know that I can overcome the noise of life by getting into a conversation. So a. a I, Angela, I invited you to be part of a cross-blog conversation with me about email marketing because I'd heard that you created a, a membership around email marketing. So a cross-blog conversation, for those of you who have never experienced one before, is just, uh, it's like a podcast interview, but it's in writing and it takes place on two websites. So I created part one. I published a blog post on my site and I announced I'm going to have a class blog conversation with Angela Wills about this. Here's my first question for Angela. Angela, go. And then I then I published that blog post. I sent you the link. And then you take that, you read my question, you go create a blog post on your website, replying to my question, and then ask me a question. You publish it and you send me a link. And then I go back. So part one's on my website, part two's on yours, part three's on mine, part four's on yours. And now this is like part five, the podcast interview. So we're- I love that it's brilliant. You've got community. You've got, oh my God, I don't know what to post and what to say. Somebody else, and and of course, there's the wonderful SEO and links too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Angela. So I'm so curious in in our conversation. So it, when I my part three, when I sent the link to you, when I emailed you and said, um, I want to ask you more about email practice club. Where did the idea come from to offer a membership about writing emails? And what has been the greatest benefit you've seen? Is there a common stumbling block you've become aware of? And is there a tip you'd share for overcoming it? I felt like I I just sent you the most amazing softball ever because now Angela has full permission to write a blog post on her own website all about her own course. Mm-hmm. because I asked her to. Did you say, yes, 
Yes. Like, this is the perfect question. It was a perfect question. <clears throat> and it had me thinking about things in a different way that I hadn't thought about. You know, I hadn't thought to answer that for my own community. So I loved the question and I loved that I could answer it for you and, uh, and for my community. And I really loved the cross blog conversation. It was so easy because it's like a conversation. That's <laughs> just so natural. It was, it's such an easy way to create content. But yeah, I think that <clears throat> it's, it's such a natural flow too. It's still a conversation. I didn't answer it in a, you know, I don't think I answered it in any kind of like an advertisement way. I was just like answering your questions. So that's what I loved about it too. It's really, yeah, that's, that's how it came about. And it was, it was fun to answer. So fun. World's most natural affiliate link too. Mm -hmm. For Kelly. Yeah. Well, and the, sometimes when, when we're writing about our own businesses, like you could have, you could ask yourself, why did I want to create email marketing? Why, or why did I want to create email practice club? Let me tell you why. That could feel narcissistic, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, you just want to talk about yourself. Right. Uh, but, but that's just bullshit because people want to know why we do the things we do, mm -hmm. you know? So, so whether someone else asks us the question, you don't have to wait for someone else to ask you the question. If you've done something and you want to share why you did it, don't hold back y'all. Mm -hmm. um, but it is fun when you get in an interview situation where you get asked that question, you so desperately want to answer. Well, it was funny because I had started it for a very specific person in mind. Like I had been coaching someone who was really, she had a website, which had the products. Like I put this on the blog post, but she had like, she had the pieces, everything was there and I could see it wasn't connecting. And I could see just telling her like, you know, over the course of a few weeks, wasn't enough. Like it really had to kind of soak in. <laughs> and so that's what, like, she was a direct reason why I thought, you know, this is, this would be great for me to talk about on an ongoing, like not temporary basis. And I never thought to mention that in any of the things I did as I launched the membership, it just didn't even occur to me. I just went ahead and launched it. And then that was like kind of in the past, but yeah, just having the person in mind, there's a lot of people who are, who are like her still, you know, who need, who need to really have that soak in. Yeah. If one person asks the question, we can almost be assured that there are other people in our audience who have the same question. They're either scared to ask it. They haven't thought to ask it. So what an invitation that you made yeah. for them to read this and go, oh yes, I, I, I thought I was alone in having the same stumbles. Like, yeah. Oh, of course you're not. I am in love with the cross-block conversation. Um, I did another one not that long ago with Cindy Bedar. And, and it was a very similar situation where I just, I just really wanted to create some content. Uh, and I was struggling. Like, I, so I want, with Cindy, I wanted to write about entrepreneurship and mindset. But the thought of sitting down and like crafting a blog post about entrepreneurship and mindset felt heavy. 
like my brain was a ping pong ball and I just couldn't straighten myself out. Uh, but I said, Cindy, you want to jump into a conversation with me? We did six parts. So three parts are on my site, three parts are on her site. And, and now I love the result. I love the, the content that we created together. And, and I didn't have to work hard, organize, outline, rewrite any of the stuff that felt like heavy, hard work and created exactly what we wanted. So I want more crossbow conversations. I'm excited. I actually told my mailing list this when I sent out the note and I said, hey, Angela responded to my to my uh, crossbow conversation. I'd love to do more of these. I got got a, a message from someone. I'm super excited that we're going to do a crossbow conversation together. But anyone can do this. Anyone. Like, this is a little mini collab. And like, ask people. People want to be asked to do things like this. Wouldn't either one of you love to be part of another crossbow conversation? Oh, absolutely. I know I wouldn't. I'm sitting here thinking, hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so somebody, sure. somebody reach out to Angela, someone reach out to Jennifer. They're up for it. Links, links it's, it's between so your easy. websites are cool. Um, and I think we think that we have to make things hard. <laughs> and I know that we don't, we're, we're all drinking out of our, what if it was easy mugs and literally, um, but conversations, you know, it could be that we get on together and do a Facebook live. It could be that we're having this conversation as a podcast, but it could also be as simple as, as email. It's an email interview. And then you make a blog post from it. You both make blog posts from it. You know, we think that interviews have to be this thing where we all get buttoned up and, and we're going to show up and we're going to be on zoom. And you're like, no, you could do an interview with people in your field, in your niche. It could be email. This is sort of your idea, Kelly, behind the collaborative blog posts. You know, people could fill out a form, you know, or you could have a back and forth conversation with somebody. And how do you make it easy for them to participate? Well, you know, maybe maybe for them it's doing it via email or this cross blog uh, conversation. Angela, we got to get your comments turned back on. Are they off again? Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'll have to check that out again. My blog it, comments keep stopping working. <laughs> I've noticed in my particular mm. setup and theme that it's like I have to turn it on per post. And I'm like, mm. well, that's annoying. I could have sworn I went to the settings a couple of times and said, stop that blog. But I guess I have to go and turn it on. It might be the theme. Maybe it's the theme that's doing it that. Could be. I don't know. Tech doesn't always listen to us. <laughs> um, I, I actually, I have a question and I'm reading, you know, your cross blog conversation. I had made it through three and I hadn't gotten to the, to the fourth yet because it wasn't linked yet from, from Kelly's site, but I found it on Angela's um, and about the, the email practice club. And I love that you'd had one person in mind, but that obviously it applies to you know, a lot of others and having taken Angela's courses in the past on email and been on her list off and on for years, you know, I guess what, what do you think is the one best thing that's come out of having these, these people in the, in the, making it a club, you know, you did it for one person, but then obviously lots of other people have joined. So I'm just, you know, sort of curious as to, you know, how that again, kind of sort of sprouted and grew from, from email. From one person wants it to, you know, I bet a whole bunch of people want this. 
Yeah. Well, it did. It's certainly, I certainly knew at the time when I had this one person struggling that there's lots of other people who need email help. Cause I hear over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what to send my list. Um, I haven't been consistent. Oops. It's been three weeks. <clears throat> so I've heard that a lot over the years. Then one of the things that I thought was really cool when I started this membership is I'm seeing people join into the club, into the membership, and I'm on a lot of their lists. And I put this in the blog post too, but I thought it was really neat to just see as soon as they joined, they started emailing more (laughs) because I noticed the frequency was lower before they joined. But as soon as they said, okay, I'm going to, you know, commit to getting involved in doing this for my own business, you know, that was, um, that was, that was a prompt just to start with. So that was really cool. But of course I'm giving them training too, and I'm giving them some email prompts and we have like a coaching call once a month. And, um, what I think is the best thing to come out of it is because it's my favorite thing, I guess, you know, it's just my favorite thing is Mm -hmm. community. And so, um, at, at the same time as building, you know, I think it's, the last five months or so I've been doing a lot of things. So I'm not sure if it was exactly the same time, but around the last four or five months, I've been building my own community again, inside of the different software and the members are engaging and interacting. And so I just love that. And I love that as part of email too, you know, the more I can encourage people to try to connect with their list, get their list to reply to them. And I think I do that by building relationships within that software I have. They see the emails come in and they, they're very familiar because we've already connected in the community. They've connected with me on my list, <clears throat> but like Kelly, I'm, I'm big on community. That's, that's kind of the, the most fun part for me or the, the biggest thing I like about it. So you your email practice club has become an invitation to other people that they were looking for. You know, pe- when people say, I just haven't been consistent with my emails, you know, um, I always say, if you had, if you had 10,000 people on that mailing list, you would not be ghosting them. I know that's not true across the board because I've certainly met people who ghosted really big lists, but usually something else has happened to create Mm -hmm. that. But people who are starting a mailing list and there's only 10 people on it or 20 people on it, um, they fail to be consistent. Half of the battle is is that they're like, well, such a small list, nobody, it doesn't matter anyways. But if there were 10,000 people on that list, they'd get their ass up and write that email. Yeah, I I felt more committed to have to email my people when when I literally knew every single one of the names that were on there. (laughs) That they gave me the practice and the incentive. I'm like, oh, but but Jan is looking for that email. Fran wants that email. (laughs) Paul needs that email. You know, they, I know them. It got easier later to get into a rhythm, but I think it's it's interesting that it can go both ways. Yeah, yeah. The but but Angela, you became an invitation. You're like, here's mm-hmm. you want to be more consistent. Here's my invitation to be more consistent. Right. Going to create training. We're going to create a container that is a constant invitation to you to email your list more often. 
That is awesome. And I, yeah, it, it's, I, I call it the hit send support club. I like, I like that. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but just in conversation as I was starting the membership and it's just like, yeah, you just need to get into that habit and that consistency. Half of it is also like just, just showing up for people. No, they're knowing you're there. Right. And when you have something to offer, like, I'm really trying to encourage people to keep it simple too. And they're taking that invitation. It's really cool to see people really um, getting encouraged to grow their lists, send emails to them, be, you know, be, have it be a conversation, even though, you know, you're not getting an email back every time from every person, but I like to look at it as because I just like to have conversations. I think that's the theme of this talk today, isn't it? Like we're talking about the cross blog Mm -hmm. conversations. Um, I just like to interact with people (laughs) and I'm lucky that I get to do my business like that. You, that hit send support club, you need a coffee mug, right? You need a t-shirt. That's a good, good idea. Oh, I like that. Thank you. (laughs) I I, definitely do. I've been thinking, what could I put on a mug? What could I put on a t-shirt? Hit send support club. (laughs) Big send button. Yeah. But I like that you mentioned conversation because I think Angela, I don't know whether, I think I picked it up years ago from both you and from Kelly because you both modeled this, that you have conversations via your emails that I get to know you. I've known about Hayden and Ella and I've seen the pictures of you with the candle make, you know, that you very much put you in yourself and your personality in your emails. And you said that was part of what made it natural and easy for you to have those conversations and then I took that. That's what made it easy for me mm-hmm. to have the conversation <clears throat> that I'm, whether people want to know what's going on in my life or not, apparently they're going to get find out <laughs> some of it, yeah. um, you know, and sharing pictures and things. And, but that somehow that makes it easier. Cause then when we're talking about other things, you're like, oh yeah, I know Jennifer. I trust Jennifer because, you know, I know all, the, all these other things and we're having a conversation and it's community. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think both of you for modeling that over the many years, people really see themselves in your stories too, even though, you know, we are talking about ourselves. Cause I, I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm private. I don't want to share stuff, but, and I've said often, like, you can talk about your coffee. Like it doesn't have to be private things you talk about, but you're building a connection with people by sharing things that are personal, but not private. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, I bet there isn't anybody on my list that doesn't know what a giant sports geek and fan I am. They may not other those in my life, but I guarantee they all know that by now, you know, Mm -hmm. from all of the years of sharing. And you're right. You know, Kelly can allude to certain Mm -hmm. things and share them, but she doesn't have to get super private about what's going on. And and the same with you, Angela, you know, and your kids. I'm sure there's a line and there's things you're not going to share. And that's okay. Like you said, coffee, books, movies. Where are those points of connection that we have with the people that we're in community with? Yeah. I want to, well, I'm going to link back to the crossblog conversation because I want our listeners to go back and read the conversation that we had. There's a lot of juicy bits in there. Uh, I want to, um, I want to ask you, Angela, that our topic in Momentum Coaching Mastermind this week is 
what brave thing have you done recently or what brave thing do you need to do? So this is this, um, this hot potato like question that you weren't prepared for. Tell me, is there something brave you've done recently or that you have to do? What, what feels brave to you? Oh, wow. That is a hot potato. <laughs> what brave thing? I'm going to repeat the question while I think about it. <laughs> what? We need, what? The Jeopardy music on the background. Yeah. You know, and I vamp while Angela thinks for, for 15 seconds. Um, all right, Angela, I'll share that like in the group, it was a range and a mix of like, it was brave for me to change my mind. It was brave for me to, to do this in the program. It was brave for me to, to apply to something. Somebody's like, it was brave for me to, to make a certain health and self-care decision. We were all over the map with, you know, what we were, what were, we were brave about. It was also a great community builder. You know, we all know a lot more about each other from having shared that, but, um, did I, yeah. did I give you enough time to think? <laughs> you did. <laughs> I think so. Um, I have I have an, multiple examples that kind of go back to like a year and a half or so ago. Like I, I closed out my whole community about a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago. And that, that cut out like $50,000 worth of like membership income. So that was brave. It ended up being a decision I reversed, but I don't. I think it's good to explore different things. So I explored something, decided it wasn't for me, but a real recent one I think is I thought of this, this goes way back to like the origins of this kind of brave decision. I, I'm not sure how brave it is. I don't necessarily consider myself brave. So I'm stretching here, but um, Alice a long time ago had a report called Alice Siva. I say Alice, like everybody knows know. who she is. Yeah. <laughs> she had a report called uh, hot mama makeover yeah. and it, I loved it it was just like you know moms we need to remember to take care of ourselves and it was just like about eyebrows and lipstick and like it's seemingly superficial stuff but it was so important to me at that time I was like okay I'm just gonna take some time like do my hair do my makeup and stuff like that and I loved that and for a long time like I've always kind of I've been okay with talking to my community about various things. Like I'm not always like super strict on like what my topics need to be, but I've never really dived into this area. Like I wanted to buy that report from Alice. Cause I don't think she has like, she has it up for sale or anything anywhere, but she, I think she had sold it off to someone else. And it was just like kind of in my mind for years. Like, how do I help moms like me? Cause I'm building my business. And I always say raising a business while raising a family. And so anyway, I bought this, domain called projecthappymom.com. And so what what feels brave is to start talking about all of the the things that we as moms go through and it's not like it's not like locked right into my current topic of email marketing, right? But but it's so side it's side by side aligned with it because as a as a mom for me, you know, I'm approaching different business different than probably a lot of people do, but also a lot of people approach it the same way as me. I'm approaching business as a support. It's always been like, I want to run a business so I can be there for my family. So project happy mom is like still, it's just not a thing I ever thought to create, but it's going to be this, this thing on its own, still an arm of my current business. 
it's a little scary, I guess, because it feels so off. Yeah. (laughs) So is it brave? I'm not sure, but I feel like that's the, that's the brave thing I can think of. It's like a new project, but I hope it's like, I'm going to have to be more vulnerable, I guess. That's the part that's brave. Like I have anxiety. I have things that have been going on. And so I share my stuff, but I'm going to get more vulnerable than I currently am. And so that's the brave part, I guess, if, if we want to get, get right down to it. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah. It's and moms need it. We need it right now. Like I, I could get emotional about that. <laughs> like it's been, it's been tough on moms for, for a bit. <laughs> there needs to be truth telling and support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's brave to give yourself permission to try something new. Mm-hmm. It's brave to give yourself permission to trash something that you tried. Um, it's brave to always be exploring. It really mm-hmm. is. Um, the, you know, if anybody, anyone we think of that we do not personally know who's, who seems really well known and successful for something like my mind builds a case for I'm just going to make up you know uh you know Tina Two-Step is really well known for healthy smoothies and so I make up that this kid was she was probably a healthy teenager and a healthy young mom and always good in the kitchen and And, you know, that everything in her life culminated in this one thing that she's always been about and always will be about. And, and that's like my, my mind wants to create that neat little tucked in story about Tina Two-Step with her smoothies. But if I actually met Tina Two-Step and chatted with her friends and her family, we would probably find out that, you know, that she's ate way more Snickers than apples, that, that that's her seventh business venture. It's just the one that, that took off, you know, the, the longer I'm in business, the more I realize it's all a facade, you know, what we see about people online. So create the facade you want to create. And it's interesting that you also mentioned, you know, that's the whole joke of like the overnight success. Yeah, it took me 10 years, you know, because we don't we don't see the stuff that goes on behind. We don't see the things that didn't work, the pivots, call them failures if you want. They're just a data point. And maybe that's been interesting, having watched and been in circles with both Kelly and Angela for years now at this point, seeing them each do things, try things, different things. And then not letting, you know, me, me or other people make up stories in our head about, oh, well, why is she doing that? Why is she doing that? I'm like, I don't know. What does that make sense? You know, but that both of you are brave enough that you're like, you know what? Nope. I want to go over here, you know, and that's what I'm going to lean into and I'm going to build community and content and, and I'm going to do my best at this, but I'm also going to be okay if I decide that that's, that's not the business path I wanted to be on right now or life changes it for you. Um, and I, I think that's been very brave of you, Angela, having watched that for years. Thank you. Yeah, of course, I didn't mention that part. I did kind of, I was on a track, you know, for my own business, shut down that membership, kind of jumped tracks all the way over to another thing. But what was really cool about that was that the community I had built beforehand, when I came back to, you know, kind of what made more sense to them, or not even when I came back, like my community stuck with me 
all through every time I change stuff, like people just kind of stay on my list and check out what I'm doing. And, you know, that's from building those relationships and conversations. So that was really cool to see, like a lot of people who were my customers two or three years ago, um, they weren't my customers for a year or two because I really switched businesses and then I switched back and like so many people, so many of those previous customers are now in email practice club. And it's, it's really cool to see, to see that those relationships, you know, are, are so solid and, and people are staying, it's like staying connected. So um, I think it's, I think it's fun to explore, but yeah, it can be scary. <laughs> it, that brings us neatly back to email marketing to wrap up our conversation. You know, <clears throat> your email list was about you. Yes, you talked about a variety of topics, but you were Angela. Mm-hmm. And, and so with, all, with, with whatever twist and turn you've taken, there's a certain number of people who are just in on Angela and the email list let you do that. There's, you know, there aren't, there aren't other platforms where it works like that. You know, mm-hmm. if I followed you on Insta, for smoothies and you tried to bring that Insta audience with you over to talk about, you know, fixing cars, not going to happen, Mm -hmm. but a mailing list where they were all in on Angela, you could talk about vacation to Mars and they would be like, fill me in, like, tell me all the things. We get, we, we earn, we earn intimate, we create intimacy and we earn loyalty with an email list when we let people get to know us. Mm-hmm. Um, so how cool that your email list not only provided you with a venue to make another shift, but then became the focus of your shift is let's talk about why this is so cool and why y'all should be more consistent and committed to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really, it proved itself. <laughs> it, yeah, it did. And I think that it's a, it's a different kind of marketing than some people maybe want to do. I'm showing up every day and I'm showing up as me and I, you know, kind of, it's just, yeah, it's just me sharing my life. So if that's not a style for some people, it might not be, it's not, not the way everybody wants to build a business, but a lot of people feel, you know, I, I feel like it's part of my life. It's not like, it's not just a business to me. And, you know, I think that's, that's key because I do want to build some businesses. Like this is another (laughs) little side thing, but like I've, I've flipped some sites and that's fun. So I do want to kind of think about, you know, how could I, how could I duplicate myself on other sites, but I can't be me everywhere. So then that may be a different process, right? And that it will be me, me exploring email marketing a different way and looking at that, but there's always something new to explore and there's always something fun to check out. So we'll see where I, where I end up with that. But right now, and for all of my online, like email career, it really has been about that, that connection. And that's what I teach people in email practice club. That's what I'm talking about right there. Awesome. Angela, thanks mm-hmm. so much for taking time to be with us today. Thank you so much for having me. 
Oh, great way to talk about community and the different ways we can build community through through marketing. In this case, email marketing. Jennifer, thank you for being my co-host. Excited. On this 94th episode of Love People and Make Money. You guys find show notes at lovepeoplemakemoney.com. Look for episode number 94. You'll find links to Jennifer and links to Angela and uh, anything else that I felt like linking to from this from this episode, I try to I try to jot down like if, if we mention something, I try to get it in the show notes and put up a link to it. So, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Angela. Thanks so much.